I have a visual to start with. Um, my printer decided this morning to not cooperate, so it's not, it's not the clearest image, but hopefully, even without the, all the full color coming through, it's a sketch of a what? It's a squirrel, yeah. Yeah, I will make sure everyone gets a chance to see the squirrel, and I, all the way in the back, I'm sorry. It's hard when I have a small printout, but a sketch of a squirrel that you can see here. You guys got that? Yes, okay. So, now, you've seen this before. I used to love these when I was little. Well, apparently you've never seen that happen before. <laughs> what is it now? It's a horse. It was a squirrel. Okay, so it's a squirrel, right? But you turn it upside down. Wow, am I the only kid that grew up with an optical <laughs> illusion? Little paper book? Wow, okay, so. Okay, so you saw the squirrel, right? What do you see? Yeah, it's a horse. So it, it's a simple thing, but it's one of these great optical illusions where you turn it upside down. Deacon Mike. <laughs> it's the squirrel that tries to eat your figs. Now it's the horse that your daughters want. Yeah, so. So you flip it upside down. And, and you see a totally different thing. So I, this, this came to mind uh, this week, praying through the gospel, because in the Beatitudes today, the Lord is inviting us to ask, and this is it's a, deep, it's a deep question that he's asking us to think about. And it's one that I, I hope, I pray, that you, you will be willing in faith to, to let the Lord put this question to your heart and your mind. Am I seeing the world upside down? Could it be that everything that I thought was the way that the world works, and especially in light of the gospel today, could it be that everything that I thought would lead me to really be happy could it be that I've been looking at it all completely upside down? That's what the Beatitudes do because it always, I'm amazed how many people, if I ask, what's your favorite passage in the Gospels? What's the fa your favorite thing that Jesus teaches? And often I'll hear people say, oh, I love the Beatitudes. And it, it registers in a lot of people's hearts. It's just very comforting. But the Beatitudes, the Lord is saying to us, everything that you thought was going to make you happy, like everything the world tells you is going to lead you to happiness and fulfillment, the Lord says, no. In fact, it's just the opposite. That's the heart of the Beatitudes, but really it's the heart of the gospel. Everything that the Lord teaches us is an invitation to ask ourselves, Lord, have I been seeing things upside down? One of the most profound experiences of this for me, I've shared this with you, came like three months after that priest when I was back in college in the communion line said, I want to talk to you after Mass. And when that priest invited me, totally out of the blue, 
to get involved with some other, other young adults in, in youth ministry at my parish up in Catonsville. About three months after that, because the, the Lord did so much in those three months, kind of breaking in and, and letting me come to, to know him in a way that I had not ever known him, and that relationship with him became very real. But three months into that, on my heart, it was very clear, Eric, it would be a good thing for you just to pause on your dating. Because I had this sense in my heart that there was a relationship with God that I had not left room for, and it would be a good thing for me to pause on dating, because I had been dating you know, all the way up through it throughout college, pause, and then let that relationship with the Lord kind of get stronger, and then I said, then I'll come back to dating. Now, I did that with great fear and trepidation because what I had always heard growing up, especially from high school up through college, this message, you can only possibly be happy if you have someone that you're in an immediate relationship with. It's the only way you can be happy. And I heard that from the world and I believed it. And so, as it can often be with a lot of young adults, there's this kind of nervous anxiety over like, well, what if I don't have that? I can't be happy and I've got to get what the world says. Well, over those six months, I, at the end of it, the, the Lord kind of took me back to when he first stirred that desire from my heart just to pause on dating. He said, Eric, how do you feel? Are, are you as miserable and as unhappy as you thought that you would be? Because I really thought that. Because I was looking at it like the squirrel. I was looking at it this way. And the Lord said in my heart, are, are you as unhappy as you expected to be? And I said, Lord, no. In fact, over these six months, I haven't even really, I haven't thought about it because you, you put so many other good relationships into my life. I, I have a joy and a peace and a fulfillment and a happiness now that I didn't have before. And I have not been dating. And that for me was like the Lord just turning the whole picture upside down. That was the very first time that that little light bulb went off. Wait a minute. This is what priests do. I, before that, I could never, ever believed at all that one could make a willing, free choice for a celibate life and be happy. Because that's not the message I heard from the world. So the Lord used that for me just to flip it upside down and basically show me you've been looking at this the wrong way. And from that came the invitation just to look at the whole future of my life differently, which obviously that experience led to my willingness to, to be open to discerning priesthood, which led to the seminary and, and everything else that's flowed from that. But that experience that the Lord gave to me, that is, that's meant to be kind of a normative thing for us as Christians, that the Lord shows us the truth of what's really going to lead us to happiness and fulfillment. This is what the Beatitudes are all about. And when we pray through it, with a willingness to let the Lord show us things as he sees them, you begin to experience how radical it is when the Lord says, if you really want to be happy, blessed, fulfilled, and not just now, but for all eternity, forever, the Lord says, be meek of heart, meaning go out into the world not looking to exercise your power over other people and to dominate, so often we think, I will be happy when I get what I want. 
And so often in our families, like, I'm not happy because I never get my way. And the Lord says, actually, you'll never be happy only ever getting your way. But how blessed are the meek, those who are not addicted to power and to dominating others and always getting what they want, but a different way of living. Same with, with purity of heart. This one's radically different from the world. The Lord says, if you want to see God, that is, if you want to be as close to God as you possibly can be and experience all the joy that comes from that, strive for hearts that are pure. Let me set you free, the Lord says, from addiction to just the lust of the world and all of the ways that the world gets the gift of our sexuality wrong. But strive after purity of heart. It's so different than the message that we hear from the world. Every single one of the Beatitudes, the Lord is just turning everything upside down. And the, the heart, I think, of, of what I felt like the Lord wanted us to hear was this, just this invitation. Are you willing to spend time in your, in your prayer and in your relationship with the Lord this week with the Beatitudes? Are you willing to let the Lord show you how maybe you've been looking at big chunks or even particular areas of your life upside down? Are you willing to let him show you that? I, I can tell you from my own life, like that, that was the game changer when the Lord freed me from really the, that way of thinking that we get in our culture, which is really a lie. The only way to happiness is this, and the Lord says actually happiness is the opposite. I, I, I want to encourage you, don't be afraid to be open to that. Don't be afraid to come back to the Beatitudes this week, to pray through them a little bit each day, just with an openness of your heart, Lord, I give you permission to show me how maybe I've been looking at it upside down. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Could we ever find happiness in the opposite of accumulating things and amassing stuff? The world says that the the more that you have, the happier that you'll be. And in the Beatitudes, the Lord says it's exactly the opposite. Every one of these Beatitudes opens up just a huge way of really looking at how we've been living our life. That's the invitation the Lord gives us this Sunday. I want to look ahead a few weeks with you to the start of Lent. Ash Wednesday is February 22nd, and we're going to be uh, entering into, uh, for those that want to be part of it, uh, a series of, of Lenten kind of prayer and spiritual exercises for Lent that are going to invite us to go deep in our heart and let the Lord show us, Lord, what's really going on deep in my heart? What are the things that, that get in the way of me really being able to love you and love my neighbor? It's connected to what, we, what we're talking about today but letting the Lord sh really show us the deep parts of our heart so that the stuff that we kind of trip over in our daily life, all of the ways that I put me ahead of God and you, that only in the end leave me unhappy, because I'm never going to be happy when, when I'm doing the opposite of what I was made to do, loving God and neighbor. Ha letting the Lord show us that stuff, then the, the whole second half of Lent, in a really beautiful way, letting the Lord work 
to build up new strength, virtue in our hearts that are the opposite of those kind of deeper root sins, to find new freedom to lead us to a greater love for God and neighbor. So we have little booklets that, um, that will be available beginning next weekend. Um, they just came in from the printer. Um, you've seen maybe some of the stuff on social media with it already. But I want to invite you to, to let these weeks, especially as we come up to Lent, be a time that the Lord can show you what's going on in your heart. Um, these Beatitudes, they are so radical. And they're a little bit scary when you really dig into it. But I want to encourage you, do not be afraid to let the Lord through this gospel today show you those areas where perhaps you've just been looking at life and the world and what's really going to make you happy. Areas where you've been looking at that upside down that the Lord might show you the way things really are and in that, that you could really begin to experience the happiness, the deep fulfillment, the blessedness that God made you to experience.